Good afternoon. Welcome to Mary Queen of Peace Parish. As we celebrate the 24th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Assisting us today are our lectors, Carol and Bernie. Our organist is Kevin. My name is Fred Walter, and I will be your cantor. Our celebrant this evening is our pastor, Father Michael Stumpf. Please stand and join in our opening hymn, Praise to the Lord the Almighty, and that's number 616 in our new hymnals. Praise to the Lord, the Almighty, the King of creation. Oh, my soul, praise Him, for He is your health and salvation. All you who hear, now to His temple draw in glad adoration. Praise to the Lord who o'er all things is wondrously reigning. And as on the wings of an eagle uplifting sustaining. Have you not seen all you have needed has been met by his gracious ordaining. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. And with your spirit. And welcome again, everyone, as we gather the people of God here at Mary Queen of Peace Parish, St. Adelbert's Church. As we gather 24th Sunday of Ordinary Time, we've been journeying with Jesus in Mark's Gospel, and now the call to discipleship deepens as we hear Jesus predict his passion, death, and resurrection. We know, too, that we are a Paschal people, a people of the Paschal mystery, and we know we need God's mercy probably more than ever. As we gather, let us entrust ourselves to that mercy and ask that mercy to be poured out upon our world. Lord Jesus, you have given your life out of love. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you offer us life and eternal life. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you journey with us as we follow as your disciples. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us of our sin, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. <laughs> Gloria, Gloria, Gloria. 
glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people, to people of goodwill. Gloria, Gloria, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people, to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you. We adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks, thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, almighty Father. Gloria, Gloria, glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace to people, to people of goodwill. Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son. Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father. You take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world. Receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Have mercy on us, have mercy on us. Gloria, Gloria, glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace to people, to people of goodwill. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High. Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Of God the Father. Gloria, Gloria, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to people, to people of goodwill. gathering our prayers together, let us pray. Look upon us, O God, creator and ruler of all things, so that we may feel the work of your mercy and grant that we may serve you with all of our heart. 
Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Let us be seated and attentive to God's word. And we're hearing from Isaiah, and it's one of the most famous of what's called the suffering servant passages of Isaiah. And then we continue in the, set, or the letter of St. James. And St. James, of course, addressing the uh, controversy, the Christian controversy about faith in works. And of course, it's not faith versus works in the letter of St. James. It's both faith and works. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Lord God opens my ear that I may hear, and I have not rebelled, have not turned back. I gave my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who plucked my beard. My face I did not shield from buffets and spitting. The Lord God is my help, therefore I am not disgraced. I have set my face like flint, knowing that I shall not be put to shame. He is near who upholds my right. If anyone wishes to oppose me, let us appear together. Who disputes my right? That that man confront me. See, the Lord God is my help. Who will prove me wrong? The word of the Lord. Before the Lord in the land of the living, I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I love the Lord for he has heard my voice, my appeal, for he has turned his care to me whenever I call. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. They surrounded me, the snares of death. The anguish of the grave has found me. Anguish and sorrow I found. I called on the name of the Lord. Deliver my soul, O Lord. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. How great 
gracious is the Lord and just. Our God has compassion. The Lord protects the simple. I was brought low and he saved me. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the He has kept my soul from death, my eyes from tears, and my feet from stumbling. I will walk in the presence of the Lord in the land of the living. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. A reading from the letter of St. James. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister has nothing to wear and has no food for the day, and one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm, and eat well, but you do not give them the necessities of the body, what good is it? So also a faith itself. If it does not have works, it is dead. Indeed, someone might say, you have faith and I have works. Demonstrate your faith to me without works, and I will demonstrate my faith to you from my works. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. except in the cross of our Lord, through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world.
The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus and his disciples set out for the villages of Caesarea Philippi. Along the way, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that I am? They said in reply, John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others one of the prophets. And he asked them, But who do you say that I am? Peter said to him in reply, You are the Christ. Then he warned them not to tell anyone about him. He began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer greatly and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and rise after three days. He spoke this openly. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. At this he turned around, looking at his disciples, rebuked Peter, and said, Get behind me, Satan. You are thinking not as God does, but as human beings do. He summoned the crowds with his disciples and said to them, Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and that of the gospel will save it. The gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. So what do you think thinking like God does is going to get us? Where do you think that's going to lead us as God's people? Thinking not as human beings do, but thinking as God does. And of course, as disciples of the Lord, we do our best to open ourselves to God's will, uh, God's communication, uh, God's understanding of the gospel of God, and of course try to put it into some practice in our our lives here as we gather in prayer communally as well as our everyday lives. But where will that really get us? Today we're hearing in the gospel passage of Mark one of three passion predictions that Jesus gives. This is the first passion prediction, and we're hearing this is the eighth chapter of Mark. We'll hear one in the ninth chapter of Mark, and we'll hear one in the tenth chapter of Mark. As a matter of fact, the next passion prediction we'll hear next week. The third passion prediction we're not going to hear until the 29th Sunday of Ordinary Time, so there's a couple of weeks between to address some of those other uh, verses, uh, uh, those parts of the other chapters that are between. But we hear all three of these passion predictions. And the passion predictions came as a surprise to say the least. And at each of those passion predictions, the disciples just don't seem to get it. And Jesus has to explain to them or give them some deeper meaning or try to of what it means to be his follower, 
what it means to be a part of his Paschal mystery, which is self-giving life, death, and resurrection. Today is the first prediction, and Peter gets the honor of being the first doofus, right? He gets the honor, as oftentimes in the gospel, of putting his foot in his mouth first or saying something dumb or stupid or expressing his misunderstanding of things, okay? So Peter, of course, after just on his own lips, when Jesus asked, who do people say? He says, you are the Christ. And it's pretty obvious that Peter has a pretty good understanding in his own mind, his own human mind, what the Messiah, the Christ, is supposed to be about and be. And when Jesus goes on then to say, keep that quiet, and this is what that means, that I'm going to suffer, that I'm going to be put to death, and that I'll rise on the third day, this is not what Peter had in his mind, his human mind, what being the Christ or the Messiah is all about. And it's fascinating as, as you get into or get into some of the particulars of the gospel. Jesus openly, it says, he openly said that I must suffer, die, and rise. And then you have Peter going, hey, hey, buddy. <laughs> you know, pulling him off by, his, by himself like, ah, that wasn't what I was thinking about. That, that wasn't, I don't think that's what Messiah is all about. And then, of course, Jesus again openly rebukes him and says, get behind me. Get behind me. You're thinking as human beings do, not as God does. And so, those of us who are followers, those of us who are his disciples, those of us who are trying to walk in his ways, must, as Jesus said, learn what it means to take up our own cross and follow. Now, um, so there's a lot of, uh, I guess, scholarly background and uh, scholarly insights, scripture scholars who, who've been looking at what they sometimes reach for and try to call the historical Jesus. Now remember, the gospel passages were written well after Jesus had lived, taught, healed, gave of him, his full self, died, and rose to new life, right? So the gospel passages are written not as an eyewitness account, but probably decades afterwards, and each of them is written to a particular community. And so that's why each of the four gospels sometimes has some slight differences or, or different themes or perspectives that you can pull out of them. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And so uh, they're not necessarily eyewitness accounts, so some scholars have been trying to talk about what might be the historical Jesus. And most scripture scholars say that probably when Jesus was historically walking with the disciples, the followers, and he said to them, take up your cross, he probably didn't use the word cross. And why? Because none of that had happened yet, right? And so probably what scholars indicate that he probably was talking about, or a phrase that he most likely would have used in his time and place, would be a phrase called, take up your towel, 
T-A-U-L. And actually, that would have been a phrase that would have been much clearer understood by the, 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 the followers of his at his time, you know, because, of course, they had no anticipation. Maybe Jesus himself, remember he was both divine and human, maybe Jesus in the next year or two had no idea that, that that's what the fullness of his suffering and death and resurrection meant, was that it was going to be on a cross. We, we don't quite know that. But they say that the historical Jesus probably said, you need to take up the tall, right? And so the tall is the last letter of the Hebrew alphabet. And so it would be a phrase that symbolized fullness or completion. So what we would use today in English language, right? We did it from A to Z, right? Right? From beginning to end. The full commitment, if you will, right? That's what that really is all about. So Jesus is saying, take up your cross. He's saying, bring to fulfillment your commitment to hear the word of God and do your best to follow it and have the courage to put it into practice in your life and to bring it as best you can to completion. And for Jesus later, of course, we know that meant literally taking up a cross. And so probably as the gospels were written decades and decades later, after his life, death, and resurrection, they probably replaced Jesus saying, take up your towel to take up your cross. By the way, just a little fun aside for those of you who have any connection with Franciscans. Did you ever see the Franciscan cross that a lot of Franciscans will wear? It, it, it's, it's, not, it's, not a, it's not this kind of cross. It's this kind of cross. It actually is a T. Looks like a T. That's actually the tall cross, right? And so it really brings together, of course, the cross, the crucifixion, self-giving and the crucifixion, with probably historically what Jesus would have said, which is this is about commitment this is about commitment to bring it to completion. So what does taking up the cross mean for you and me as his followers and disciples? This is what it doesn't mean. It doesn't mean sitting in traffic, <laughs> right? Or it does, I, 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 I kind of humorously say, taking up your cross doesn't mean a hangnail right? That's not what taking, a, it's not like, okay, this hurts, right? That's not what this is about. This is, this is exhausting. I can't believe they're doing this construction again on this road, this road, and this road in Pittsburgh, and I just can't move, right? Now, that is frustrating, but that's not the cross, right? Now, now if your pregnant wife is in the backseat, and you're trying to get to the hospital out of the commitment and love that you have so she can give birth. Now, that's probably taking up your cross, and you're sitting in traffic, right? And it's crazy. Call a cop or something, right? So, but, but taking up your cross is the result of the depth of our commitment and our relationships. That's what taking up the cross is. That's what the tall is, living it from A to Z, bringing it to fulfillment or completion, and all the joy and all of the challenge that that brings. Taking up the cross is taking care of a spouse when they're sick, or a daughter or son when they're ill, or a parent when they're sick. 
Taking up your cross is when, you know, a child is, is, is struggling deeply, mentally, emotionally, in, in school, and you spend a little extra time to walk with, to encourage, to, 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 to uh, connect with them. Taking up the cross comes from the commitment we have sometimes even to our jobs that seem to be grinding, and yet you know that this product or whatever has great importance for the company and for you, and so you do your best to bring it to completion, even though it continues to have all of those co-workers who are standing in your way to get it done, it seems sometimes. Taking up the cross comes from the depth of our values and commitment and relationship to God and relationship with one another. That's what the Tao is. That's what taking up and following Jesus is all about. By the way, we have a biblical concept we're using to help to express that as well. It's a, it's a word, and I've been saying it for a year. Does anybody know what it is? Starts with a C, then it's an O, Thank you. <laughs> Covenant, right? Covenant is about relational commitment of what it means to be a disciple of Jesus and to live in self-giving life, death, and resurrection. And we do that first in relationship that we call praying. Then we share that relationship with one another and in God called inviting. And then we look at ourselves and know that we have a unique place and a unique part in this commitment of following Jesus because I've been given very specific and unique gifts that only can be fully realized and, and, and fruitful when they're connected with someone else's gift. And so I share my time, talent, and treasure and serve. And we continue to grow and nurture and help others grow as well. So there's a nurturing side to it and of course we know our faith has to not just be lived in our heart it can't be just faith it also has to be works and so it has to be lived in our everyday lives and out in our jobs our families our community our world is crazy and as challenging as that is lived in charity and justice and going forth right and so that's what we're called to be and do. And with that, we'll always have to do our best in Christ's grace and mercy to live the Tao, to take up our cross and to follow. And that brings incredible joy, incredible challenge. And yet, and we know it, as we do that, as Isaiah said, I will never be put to shame. My face is going to be like flint, that things are just going to glance off because I know the relationship, my commitment to God and to follow in his way as a disciple in his covenant. And so what will thinking like God bring us? Where will it get us? Well, it's going to get us to heaven. It's going to get us to God's kingdom. It's also going to get us to the celebration of life, death, and resurrection that we call the Paschal Mystery because he is the Christ. And that's what being the Christ and following the Christ means. As people of faith, let us please stand as we profess our faith.
we'll use our creed. I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things are made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scripture. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds in the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Trusting ourselves in the world to God's grace, we bring these needs and prayers of petition. Our response will be, hear us, O Lord. For a deepening of the church's work, ecumenism and evangelization, we pray. Hear us. Hear us, O Lord. For the safety of those experiencing hurricanes and extreme weather, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. For the safety and wisdom of Pope Francis, all bishops and church leaders, we pray. Hear us, O for all those on our prayer request list in the bulletin, that their pain and suffering be eased by our prayers, we pray. Hear us, We go forth for the recognition of the dignity and freedom of every human person and a deeper commitment to solidarity, we pray. Hear us, On this 20th anniversary of the 9-11-11, 9-11 attacks, may our loving God send healing, comfort, and resilience to our nation and to our world, especially those families direct, directed by the loss, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. For all those who have died in our parish community, especially Minnie Chisco, Janet Haslewick, Louis Orth, and Josephine Salambini, may, th may they be welcomed into God's kingdom, we pray. Yes. Remember today Anthony Machorek and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts, we pray. Yes. Please join me in the unity prayer found in your bulletin. We raise our voices to Mary, Queen of Peace, our Mother, and to, and to her glorious Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. Grant us greater commitment and sincerity as we continue on this journey of unity. Please grant our parish family 
a resurgence of faith, a spirit of love, a hope for peace. May we be blessed with a vibrant, inclusive community, united in the spirit and living our covenant. Amen. Please join in singing our presentation hymn, number 782, Only This I Want, number 782. Sisters and brothers, my sacrifice and yours will be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice to with the praise and glory of his name for our good and the good of all his holy church. Look with favor on our supplications, O Lord, in your kindness accept these your servants' offerings, that what each has offered to the honor of your name may serve the salvation of all through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is right and just. It is our duty and salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ. Through the Paschal mystery, he accomplished the marvelous deed by which he has freed us from the yoke of sin and death and summoned us to the glory of now being called a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people of your own possession to proclaim everywhere your mighty works for you've called us out of darkness into your own wonderful light. And so with all of the angels and saints, thrones, dominions, hosts and powers of heaven, we sing a hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. Holy, 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 Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. O Sana in the highest. 
is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, sending your spirit upon them like the dewfall, that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. The time he was betrayed, he entered willingly into his passion. He took bread, said the blessing, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. This is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, once more giving thanks, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. This is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection. We offer you, Lord, the bread of life, the chalice of salvation, giving thanks you've held us worthy to be in your presence and to minister to you. Humbly we pray, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church, which is spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, David, our Bishop, all of the clergy and all who serve and lead your people. Remember also all of our sisters and brothers, all of those who have fallen asleep in the hope of resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. And have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Saint Joseph, her blessed spouse, the blessed apostles and all the saints who pleased you throughout the ages. We may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, to praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen, amen, amen. Trust in the kingdom of God at the Savior's command, formed by divine teaching, we dare to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from all evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy we may be free from sin, safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope, the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord, you said to your apostles and to us, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sin, but the faith of your church. Graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, for you live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. We turn and offer to each other some sign of Christ's peace. On your stay, quitolis peccata mundi, miserere nobis. On your stay, quitolis peccata mundi, miserere nobis. On your stay, Quitolis peccata mundi, dona nobis pace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. An act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself to you wholly. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. As we come forward to receive Jesus, the Holy Eucharist, our communion hymn will be the summons, and that's 790 in the hymnal, number 790. but call your name. Will you go where you don't know and never be the same? 
Will you let my love be shown? Will you let my name be known? Will you let my life be grown in you and you in me? Will you leave yourself behind if I but call your name? Will you care for cruel and kind and never be the same? Will you risk the hostile stars there? Should your life attract or scare? Will you let me answer prayer in you and you in me? Will you let the blinded see if I but call your name? Will you set the prisoners free and never be the same? Will you kiss the leper clean? And to such as this unseen, and admit to what I mean in you and you in me. Who love are you, you hide if I but call your name? Will you quell the feast inside and never be the same? Will you use the faith you found to reshape the world around? Through my sight and touch and sound in you and you in me. Just two parish announcements. Beginning this coming Wednesday, uh, there is a showing of the eight-week series of the beginning of season one of uh, called The Chosen. Explores the life of Christ through the eyes of those who follow him. And each episode will be viewed with a discussion about the religious messages from a Catholic point of view. And there is also more information about this in the bulletin. 
Also, uh, right now going on is the neighborhood street party in the south side that is supposed to be for residents of five or 15203 residents, business, and friends. So that's all of us here. <laughs> so all of you are welcome to go over. It's on 13th Street, uh, right adjacent there to the parish center and the park. Um, it includes uh, food. Um, there's tables. Uh, uh, Mary Queen of Peace has a table or two there with uh, some things about our parish community. And so all are welcome to go there. After, um, I believe 13th Street is totally blocked off. So if you're parked here, you could... You could loop around and or you could walk it's, if you can do that. It's a block and a half. Together, let us please stand and let us pray. May the working of this heavenly gift, O Lord, we pray, take possession of our minds and bodies so that its effects and not only our own desires will always prevail within us through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May the blessings of Almighty God be upon you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go and announce the gospel of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. Please join in singing our recessional hymn, Lift High the Cross, number 881 in the hymnal, number 881. Sake. 